0: Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California.
1: A federal bank examiner has taken 2,200 pages to explain what a lot of people already knew, that the guys who were running Lehman Brothers a year and a half ago were playing fast and loose with the facts. The official Lehman postmortem is out. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace.
0: Marketplace is supported by MassMutual, a mutual life insurance company owned by its members and policyholders. Learn more at massmutual.com mutuality. And by the Batten Institute, advancing knowledge about entrepreneurship and innovation at the University of Virginia's Darden School of Business, www.batteninstitute.org.
1: From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Great to have you here, everybody. It is a Friday afternoon. This one is the 12th of March. In the 18 months or so since it went under, Lehman Brothers has come to symbolize all that was wrong with Wall Street. Wretched excess, hubris and greed, and a sense that the regular rules just didn't apply. Them, of course, is fighting words, but the report out today from a federal bank examiner backs them up. It says negligence and even fiddling with the books by Lehman executives contributed to its demise. As I mentioned, the report runs well over 2,000 pages, but if I could recommend just a single section to you, it would be volume three about a nifty piece of accounting chicanery called Repo 105. Our New York Bureau Chief Amy Scott explains.
2: Before we get to REPO 105, let's talk about the plain old REPO. It stands for Repurchase Agreement, and it's a common way that Wall Street firms fund their business. They lend securities in exchange for cash with an agreement to repurchase those securities, often the next day.
1: Securities lending arrangements are common. They're almost like breathing for brokerage firms.
2: Jack Sizelski publishes The Analyst's Accounting Observer. He says there's nothing wrong with REPOs.
1: It's when you're stretching the truth to get to a certain kind of accounting treatment that you've got something to worry about.
2: And that brings us to Repo 105. The Bankruptcy Examiner's report says Lehman dreamed up a repurchase agreement with a twist. By putting up securities worth 105 percent of the cash it received, Lehman could call the transaction a sale rather than a regular repo, which is more like a loan. And why would it want to do that?
3: If you follow the sale, it's not on your balance sheet anymore
2: and back in two thousand and seven and eight, Lehman Brothers' balance sheet was under a lot of scrutiny. Analysts and investors were worried the firm had taken on too much debt. Christopher Whalen is with institutional risk analytics. He says Lehman's accounting gimmick made it look like the firm was addressing those concerns.
3: The net effect was to hide debt, and they were using the same techniques as Enron and Worldcom to falsify their assets.
2: The report says Lehman managed to hide $50 billion worth of debt in 2008. A lawyer for former CEO Dick Fuld says he didn't know what those transactions were, but other executives clearly did. In an email, one of them referred to the accounting tricks as another drug we are on. In New York, I'm Amy Scott for Marketplace.
1: One of the difficult but mostly positive lessons that Americans have learned from the credit crisis is that we ought to be saving more. The Federal Reserve keeps track of how much we collectively owe. And it says that last year, for the first time since 1945, household debt actually fell. So we are all saving and skimping, right? Nah, turns out we actually have less debt because we're walking away from it. From Washington Marketplace's Nancy Marshall Genzer explains.
3: The Federal Reserve says the total debt of U.S. households shrank more than 1.5 percent last year, but the debt wasn't paid off. The banks wrote it off as a loss, and the Fed recorded lower consumer debt levels.
1: People are, in some sense, uh, walking away from their properties and, in some sense, uh, reducing their debt loads through jingle mail.
3: Kerry Leahy is an economist at Decision Economics.
1: It means you leave the keys in the mailbox and then walk away from your property.
3: That's essentially what Christopher Betcher did. He declared bankruptcy almost two years ago. The financial crisis buffeted Betcher on a number of fronts. He appraises houses in northern Minnesota. His income went from a quarter million dollars in 2004... To ten thousand last year. Now he has a second job, and with no more debt, Betcher and his wife are starting to spend again.
1: I mean, I, there's definitely some expenses. We-